It's been happening for a few weeks. I'm going to a dermatologist. Joan, it's classic. You're not dealing with the stuff with Tony. It's stressing you out and causing your hair to fall out. You need to deal with your feelings. If you don't want to talk to us, please talk to someone before you go bald. Or maybe the reason that my hair is falling out is because everyone is telling me I need to get rid of my best friend. Maybe that's my problem. gets real this is when it gets like there's stuff that happens in season two where i'm like wow the the writers really were like okay we're gonna try to make this a thing we're gonna try to make this show a thing they snapped oh they really did snap so get ready guys by the way my name is Nettie, and i'm etsy yeah and hey etsy how have you been you know it's been a while since we recorded how's life it's been a while old friend um you know (laughs) still inside (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but how about the vaccines though um we'll talk about that but um texas out Let's here opening up okay texas oh, texas texas like fuck this fuck this shit i'm tired of this shit you know mississippi said the same thing too <laughs> they try to match each other's energy for real though like hey so listen child we did that for a whole year it's about it's about time yeah, we can't put our life on hold no longer. Like, we got to fucking, like, miss out on everything in life. What's the point of being alive if we're going to be in prison? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I don't live in Texas, so I don't got nothing to worry about. I live in New York. We live in New York, so. Right. I ain't worried about nothing. I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just open theaters, movie theaters here, though. I might go yeah. see a movie. Like, one movie I don't even care about just to go. Just to go, just to get them a little cute little theater coin. Yeah, I just want to see what, like, I forgot what it looked like to watch a movie on a fucking big screen. Yeah. So today's episode is called The Fallout, and it has a double meaning because Joan's hair's falling out, and there's a fallout between her and Tony, because Tony trash, right? Trash Tony? Is that why there's alliteration? Trash Tony? Yeah, there was some 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 trash personality traits that she has shown these past few episodes. So yes, for now, she's still my girl though. For now, what girl? Everybody know Tony Trash. Like it's a notorious <laughs> thing. I saw on Twitter somebody called her a supervillain. I was like, bro, she's just like Thanos and Rita Repulsa. What? And Lord nah. Zed. She's a super villain, bro. Because in real life, dead ass, nah. Nah, we ain't keeping her around. That's No, nah. for real, we though. can't even go on trips and have fun. Like, what the fuck? For real, though. She gonna try to fuck the nigga you trying to fuck. Right, you gotta look over your shoulder every five minutes. You can't forgive that type of shit. Nah, come on, Joan. That's crazy. <sighs> anyway, this episode was written by Mara Brockakill. Shout out to you. And the original air date, I kid you not... The original air date of this episode was the day before September 11th. Damn. September 10th, 2001. Yep. So the viewers knew nothing of what they were going to wake up to the next morning. I mean, none of us did. I'm just saying. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's when it aired. And shout out to the newbies that have just found the podcast. And this is your first new episode with us. Thank you for being with us. And if you're just joining us for season two, get ready. Because we're really funny and we're going to be discussing it in a very 
funny and dramatic manner. So, yeah, like, you know, you know like Nettie and Essie do. That's how we do. <laughs> yeah, we're trying. We're trying to make a, make some moves and get our names out there. So spread, spread the message, spread the love. And um, as far as the format of the show, there are some changes. Not anything big. It's nothing big. Uh, first of all, we'll have tweets at the end of the episode just because um, keep them current and talk about it after the fact. And um, we're going to have to retire the... Mm, that run was everything. That's a run. Top five. Yeah, I think we should leave it to Angie, though, you know, because we're podcasters right now in this moment. <laughs> and I think that we should be podcasters. So, Angie, I'm going to let you have that. You know, she's a friend of the show. Shout out to Miss Stone. Shout out to Miss Stone. We love you, Angie. So uh, that will be retired. But all the people that knew us back when, y'all will have that. Y'all are going to have that. Like we knew them back when they used to. So shout out to all the people that knew us back when. And if you don't already know, (laughs) duh, Girlfriends is on Netflix all eight seasons. So if you want to follow along with what we're talking about, head on over to Netflix, borrow your cousin's password or, you know, do what Etsy does and like find it somewhere. Somewhere on Netflix. <laughs> Duh. Hey, Netflix. <laughs> Type in that to that search bar, girlfriend. We're, <laughs> we're trying to get that Netflix sponsorship. So, yeah. And it's going to pop right up. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. So do that, and then you'll know what we're talking about when we discuss the episodes. So uh, we're going to get into the fallout. And we open up on our first scene... And we have a new Darnell. What the fuck? Light-skinned Darnell. Darnell got fine. They don't no, um, Viv slash cleared slash whatever went, what happened when they replaced a dark-skinned person with a light-skinned person in these black TV uh, it's called, shows. It's called colorism. No, but there's a certain... No, but there's a certain term for it. Is it Aunt Viv? I think I saw oh, it floating I didn't know around there, I didn't Twitter. know there was a term for it. Yeah, well, it's colorism. That's under the umbrella of colorism. But, like, there's a certain <laughs> thing with the black shows where you... You be replacing the dark skin ones with the light skin one. I like the Aunt Vivd. I like that. That should be a thing if that's not already a thing. But yeah, Darnell got Aunt Vivd because <laughs> um, Flex Alexander, he's on 101. Oh, excuse me, one on one. So he can't be on this show anymore. So they replaced him with Khalil Kane. Mm. So Khalil Kane, welcome. Woo, welcome. Welcome, Khalil. You might know him as that light-skinned nigga from Juice, as Betsy once said. <laughs> light-skinned one from Juice. He was also in for Colored Girls, and he also played Ablation when he played Tiger Woods in his biopic in 1998. Yes. Wait. He played Tiger Woods in the Tiger Woods biopic. He pl- there was a Tiger Woods biopic, number one? There was. <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? I didn't even know there was one. I thought I would have heard about it. Was it I was think, it like I, the MJ I feel biopic? Like I've seen it. That Flex played? That's why they, was they, it like they, that one? They sweeped there it under the nothing, rock. There was nothing like that fucking biopic. There would be, <laughs> never be anything like that ever again. That was just a comedy piece. He was in white face for that. He looked like he dunked his head in flour. In powder, child. <laughs> they got a dark skin. Okay, you know what? That's a whole other podcast. We're not talking about that. <laughs> but 
I did watch that when I was younger. I remember that movie. I think it aired on, I want to say it aired on BET like a couple times. It wasn't a staple, but the Tiger Woods story was on a couple times. I did watch it. Mm. And, you know, I was too young to even critique the acting, so I don't even know. I don't mm. even know, but it happened. He got the check. He, he got that coin, so. Okay. Shout out to the light-skinned nigga from Juice. <laughs> Well, Maya in this scene is explaining what happened in the season finale from season one. So she's explaining all the the drama and everything. So she tells it very well. So I'm going to let her tell it. Mm -hmm. And here it is. Okay, listen one more time. All right. Tony loved Greg. But then Tony got engaged to Clay. But then Tony decided that she really wanted Greg. But then Joan accidentally opened up her big mouth and told Greg about the engagement. So, of course, Greg dumped Tony's cheating ass. So when Joan finally told Tony that she had told Greg about the other guy, bitch slap. <laughs> and now Tony hates Joan, and I don't think they're ever going to be friends again. Darnell doesn't give a fuck about that story. He's just like, whatever. Um, he's like, yeah, cool story, bro. Uh, you're going to get naked or what? Mm. and she's like oh you really miss me huh and he's like you have no idea so she starts to to pull her pants down and he's like well me and miss twilight miss twilight's missed you too referring to her name for her pussy i guess that's the name they came up with miss twilight and miss twilight mm. she's something <laughs> she's from the south i don't think so we never established that the only people from the south are oh none of them are <laughs> all of them are from the from cali I don't know. But then he yells at her. He's like, whoa, when did Miss Twyla go bald? Now, as you guys remember, Maya got a very life-changing bikini wax in the season finale. Mm -hmm. Okay. In Jamaica. And apparently, psh, Darnell ain't with it because he liked the hair. Darnell so, don't uh, like the bald coochie, y'all. He don't. And mm -hmm. that's when we get our uh, Angie Stone. And, you know, what I really wish is there was like Twitter back then when this came out. Because so, I want to know what the reaction was to the change in actor. Did anyone care? Did anyone notice? I mean, mm -hmm. that would have been nice to hear. But on Twitter now, people are like, "What? what wow, well, they changed him, whatever. Um, surprise. But I wonder what it would have happened, what it would have been like real time. I'm feeling like it would have been kind of awkward, like, huh? Because I remember, didn't Fresh Prince, like, kind of semi-address the change to the fourth wall in one of the episodes? I, I don't know if it was that or if it was just in tabloids that they were having issues with uh, Janet Hubert. Her and Will were having issues. If that was in the tabloids or if there was wind of that in the media. But I am not sure about that. I remember it was something where um, Will was like, oh, my God, I'm Viv, you look so different. And then he looks at the, the audience and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I think that sounds familiar, actually, now, <laughs> now that you, you're bringing it back. Um, that's crazy that they did that. It's funny. Um, I remember when they did that on um, Family Matters. I was I was present for that. And I was like, wow, like they didn't even I don't think they said anything about it. It was just <laughs> like there is a new Harriet and opposed as opposed to the one we've been looking at for the past seven years or whatever um I hate when it's not a dress like don't play me like I'm not a dumb audience member I see Seriously. this you know say Seriously. something but Seriously. yeah that would have been interesting to know 
so we'll go ahead and start me off with what uh, the scene with Tony, uh, Sean, and Joan. And what happened? What's been going on with Tony's trifling ass? Girl. So Joan comes in. Sean is like, Joan, it's not what it looks like. I promise. And then Tony's just sitting there quiet. And then Joan puts two and two together. And she's like, did you try to seduce my nigga, Tony? Well, she didn't say that, but you know. No, she meant to say it. If it was real life, she would have said that shit. Like, so go ahead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Tony is like, oh, no, he wasn't going to sleep with me anyway. And then Sean is like, well, I'm going to go shower so that I don't have to be, <laughs> I don't have to testify to whatever it is you're going to do to her. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, and he was like, yo, yo, here's what happened. So I was coming out of the shower, right? And I saw her and she, I came in, she was already like this. I ain't help her get like that or nothing. I don't know if that would have been believable in real life, but. Yeah, I just was just thinking this, that because. Yeah. She, she was like, okay, yeah, I get it. I know what happened. I would have been like, huh? nah. Explain it again. Nah. And again yeah, and tell again. Me, tell me one more time. You know how like when you watch detective shows and they make you tell your story over and over again to see if you, you trip up? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So tell me where you found the gun and everything. Go ahead and say it again. You just sit there for hours and hours and hours. I'd be like, yo, tell me again. And then I'll wait like a couple hours and be like, okay, tell me again. Make sure that shit, that shit lined up the way it did two hours ago. And then a week later, I don't know. I would have, no. I wouldn't have just been like, oh, okay. I, I see that she tried to seduce you. Mm-hmm. No. No. But. How the fuck she even get in there? Why you letting her in? That ain't no. your friend? Stop giving your key out, Joan. Why are these people in your house when you're not in your house? Oh, yeah. She this is what, you know that. They're always there. Mm, they all, all got the keys? All three of them? How was they getting a the house? I don't know. They just be coming in unannounced. You know, in TV Later land, niggas just open the door. Wait, does Lynn, Lynn doesn't live there, right? Mm, no. Lynn Wait. wasn't there yet. Lynn no. was still in Jamaica with Vasco. Selling just so she wasn't even there. Trying to, to rent him out or some shit, right? <laughs> so, but there's later on the episode where they're all there waiting for her already when she gets home. Yeah. Yeah. William and then the rest for the thing thing. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I remember that was after uh, Lynn came back and she lives there because in the previous episode she was telling Sean like, oh, you need the packing tape? Just put it. It's right by my bed. Make sure you put it back when you when you get done using it. Mm. So I think Lynn still lives there, so she could have let everybody in. But still, this situation, Lynn wasn't there, and I know that. I don't know. Maybe Sean was like, "Oh, you, you." Maybe she's like, "Oh, Sean, I forgot something in the house." Yeah, I mean, get it or something. It's plausible for him to have let her in because he knows that they're so close. So that's plausible. But my thing Mm -hmm. is. What's plausible about you having your clothes off with your bra on on the couch and me just happen to walk in during that exact time before? Right. And Sean did say that he was just trying to get in the shower and he came out and she was like that. So she probably came in with her key or whatever that she gives all the girls, took off her robe, laid on the couch because she probably didn't wear nothing under the robe but the bra and panties because she leaves with that. Mm -hmm. And it was a trench coat. It's not a robe, the trench coat. And just took it off and laid on the couch and waited for him to c- come out of his room. I don't know. I would have loved to see that scene. Shut to see how that played out. Yeah, that would have been a did good one. Did she try to kiss him? And then he pushed her off? 
or what? I don't was it, know. Was it all some shit where he was like, no, what are you doing? Or was he kind of like about to give in because these niggas. And then she walked in. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like maybe. They be thinking like, oh shit, could I get away with this? Mm-hmm. Like they think for that split second, like, fuck, no one will know. She's not even here. Like Joan's still in Jamaica or whatever, you know? <laughs> mm. We don't know. But, yep, she tried to seduce Sean to get back at Joan for telling Greg about the engagement with Clay. Whew, what a soap opera. But Joan <laughs> goes over to Tony, and Tony thinks she's going to hit her. So she kind of flinches, but Joan's like, I'm not going to hit you, Tony. I thought that was funny. <laughs> she flinched. Anyway, uh, she apologized about messing everything up between her and Greg. I'm sorry that I messed things up for you and Greg. It was a misunderstanding. But... You trying to hurt me is not going to bring Greg back. I am tired of your knee-jerk reactions, Tony. I am not a knee-jerk friend. I love you, and I want to help you get through this. But if you want this friendship to last, this kind of crap cannot happen again. Tony doesn't give a fuck, and she's like, I'm going to take this. Oh, yeah, she does say he wasn't going to sleep with me anyway. So, mm-hmm. And then she borrows her magazine and dips without saying anything. Mm. she just leaves that would have been her last time seeing me or anything that I anybody that I know I'm telling you Tony 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 Lord great, great R&B group that's, a, that's an amazing and R&B my, <laughs> and my my, yeah. my thing is did she did she seduce him to be caught in that situation so that Joan can see or was she really gonna fuck him that's my nah, question nah bro she was trying to fuck she didn't know she didn't know Joan was gonna come back at that time I don't think she knew. How could she have known? That's possible. They shared flight information. Possible. Nah, bro. Nah. I think she really was about to go through with it. <laughs> and Sean was like, nah, I can't. No, she wanted to do that shit. Damn, Tommy. That shit anyway, crazy. that's a good question for the listeners. Do you really think she was trying to fuck or was she just trying to be caught? What do y'all think? Tell us about it on Twitter. But... uh <laughs> Tonight's the night before Sean leaves for New York. Joan's really feeling the crunch, the time crunch, and she realizes she shouldn't even went to Jamaica. She doesn't feel like it was a successful trip, and she missed out on the time she could have been spending with her man just to go to Jamaica and get slept by Tony. It just wasn't worth it. (laughs) And (laughs) Sean calms her down and tells her that since he's leaving, he got her a two-way pager so they can talk to each other every minute of every day, all a day. Two-way pager, child. Yeah, mm. this is the time. early two thousands. What a time! This was before texting on your cell phone became prevalent. This was the thing. Two ways were it. But she's all sad because she says she's terrible with technology. So, which is weird because all you do is open it and press the letters. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. They just put that in there just to put that in there. Because ain't nothing. <laughs> if you know how to work a computer, then you know how to work a two-way. Yeah. Um, so it's it's funny. It's funny to remember that texting wasn't prevalent until like 03, 04 or some shit. I but, mean, even um, even until like uh, 05, like when they really, really got big, 03, 04, I feel like it was on some abbreviation i was like, i was texting in 03 i know that for a fact like texting texting like full convo text or like on my way be right back i'll be there no like words like actual words oh y'all on don't my mind nokia. me my big ass I, nokia i still had the flip phone don't mind me y'all okay it might have been 02 to be honest that's when <laughs> i got my first cell phone late 02 like fucking october of 02 when i got my nokia 
but I was watching an episode of The Wire, and, you know, it's The Wire, so they're trying to hear phone calls. And then the drug dealer started texting. They was like, what the fuck is texting? <laughs> they did a whole episode where they had to, like, someone had to teach them, I think it was Lester, had to teach them what a text was and how to send one out. And, wow. Uh, yeah, that was interesting because it's hard to believe there was a time where we didn't text. You actually had to talk to people. I know, right? Like on my way, <laughs> like BRB. BRB. I'll be there in fifteen minutes. Like, oh well, no, I'm kidding. You had to break, <laughs> right? You had to break bad news to people over the phone. You couldn't just text some motherfucker. I would email. I used to email. <laughs> I need to give you bad news. I email your ass. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. That's what I used to do. But yeah, man, there there was a time where you had to. I don't know. It's just weird. Like you're so limited. But anywho, back to girlfriends. So he leaves. Sean actually leaves her a list of things that he wants her to do for him before he leaves to go to New York. And we assume it's sexually because, you know, the way he says it and presents it. Um, But before she picks anything off the list, Sean does mention that Tony's crazy. And anybody that that's a best friend would never do what she did to her. Yes, Joan. Listen. That is She's true. trash. This ain't a friend. This ain't a friend. Um, so this is the first person in her ear telling her to cut uh, cut off the friendship. But she's not trying to hear it. She's like, you know, we've been friends for a long time. Blah, blah, blah. But then she looks and she picks things off the list that she wants to do to him, for him. <laughs> and she says, well, wait, I'm not doing this. And he goes, come on, baby. I can't go to New York with dirty laundry. Like, bitch, we'll do your own laundry. What the fuck? He's she trying to make it? her do her mo- his motherfucking laundry? Is he out of his fucking mind? Yeah, grown men sometimes, yo. I can't. <laughs> what the I fuck? Can't. So what, what type of, what was you going to do if she wasn't there? Leave with dirty ass clothes, nigga? <laughs> I guess. I guess so. But, yo, you too grown niggas. to be making your girl do your laundry when you're totally available. It's not like you're at work or you're busy. You're right there. That's what I'm saying. Like, at the what? house. Turn on the spin cycle, nigga. Right. <laughs> she already letting you stay at the crib. Don't you got her shit in her garage? And now yes, you want laundry and she's too? holding your shit. Dude, I can't. I can't. One thing these niggas got is audacity. <laughs> Unlimited amounts. They would never... It's never depleted. It's never. So the next day, Joan goes to work and Maya asks about Tony because, you know, Maya ready to fight. Maya ready to get get buck. You know, Maya from the hood. Mm -hmm. She don't play. And Joan says, you know, me and Tony are working things out. And she says, well, I hope that means you hit her back. Okay. But she wants Maya to stay out of it. Stay out of it, Maya. Okay. Okay. How can Maya stay out of it, though? How could she mean, even really stay out of it? She's a part of the friend Tony group. Tony hit Joan, not Maya. Now, if Tony hit Maya, Tony would probably be dead right now. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's not a situation that Maya is in. I guess. I think she's kind of sort of related to the situation since this is her she, friend group. She was a but... bystander. You That's know, a... by association. She's not the main ah. character. She's like a cameo. Tony is Joan's friend, though, first. Not Maya's. Like, yeah. So, and if I was Maya, I'd be like, you know what? Unless you want to tap me into this fight and handle business, 
all right, I'm on the, I'm on the sidelines. I'm outside the ropes. True. So <laughs> then once Maya is told to stay out of it, she um she talks about Darnell and the problems that Darnell has with her because he says that she's changed because she got a Brazilian wax and all that shit. He's tripping though because. You know how you know what's weird that he was so back when he was Flex Alexander, mm-hmm. he was so wanting to get in the panties, right? He was so ready, mm-hmm. and now she done waxed everything down there. He don't even want to look at her. He don't want nothing. He don't want nothing to do with her. And it's like, well, then why? You know, if she had known that previously, she could have just waxed down there earlier, back when she had her issue with her fibroids and didn't mm-hmm. want to have sex with him. But she ain't know that, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm also thinking, is it that serious that she waxed her coochie? Like... To him it is. And <laughs> he is, which is like, really? But to him it is. You know, everybody has their their thing, I guess. I guess. I'm not, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. I really don't. I can't. But while they're talking and uh, Joan's talking about change, Lynn comes in. And she starts doing this Jamaican accent, talking about mangoes and shit. Mangoes, love! Anything you want, man, I got! <laughs> it's slightly better than Vasco's. Slightly. Better Just than. I feel bad. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why he said that? Why he said oh, that? Oh no, they couldn't find no real Jamaican. There's tons of real Jamaican actors out there. I don't get it. That's what I'm saying. We got a shitload of them here in New York. Come to Flatbush. Yeah, fly somebody out, bro. Don't have <laughs> nobody talking with no terrible-ass accent like that. Come on. <laughs> but Maya and Jonah surprised to see them because they didn't think she was coming back to L.A. But why is she coming back? Tell me why she coming back. We she coming back because old boy ain't had the skis. There was no skis to rent. <laughs> Why couldn't they figure that out before? Really? Maybe they thought they could get some to rent, but then they realized they couldn't get none. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to justify the shit. But um Maya mentions that she's glad that Lynn isn't over there in Jamaica with Vasco because he was looking like he wanted a green card. Mm. Yeah. When it comes to that stuff, ladies, look out for your friends. Look out for your friends. A 90 day fiance. These niggas. I've seen it. Mm. I've had a friend in the past who a guy came into her life. He was, I know, I know she's not listening, so I'm just going to, I'm not going to say her name, but I'm going to say her situation. She met a dude from France. He was here in New York. They had a whirlwind romance, got married within a few months. Oh, guy's little green car and then started acting up. Yep. Started acting like, oh, oh, now you got your green car. You can, you can just treat her any kind of way now. You don't mm-hmm. gotta be a be a gentleman anymore. Mm-hmm. Shh. Mm-hmm. Shit was wild, bro. I had a friend, and the situation that you just described is like the same exact thing that happened. The same thing. It's like they were married France? for a little bit. No, not France. Um, oh, they were married for a little bit though, for like a few years. So I guess oh, he no, was kind of sort of in years. love, but he just started acting crazy, like out of nowhere. So Damn. I guess that his papers, the papers were, um, you know, they were confirmed. Sometimes things be pending for a little bit. It takes a while to get your, <laughs> <laughs> it 
to get your green card, the papers. Right. This, 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 this. It takes, it's a process, y'all, for those who who have never experienced it or who don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, the nigga got his shit and he was like, you only live once, nigga. You know, that's the, uh, mm, 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 mm. Shit, Well, once you got that American dream taken care of, they be like, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck <laughs> everything. Right. I'm about to... I'm about to wear this, uh, you know, American flag T-shirt, American flag underwear. Let me tell you, this girl, like, I tried to warn her. Like, before they got married, right, I go to their apartment. There's a huge American flag over his desk, right? <laughs> like, Which, is she ass. black? Are they black? Nah, she was Spanish. He was, like, French, but, like, Middle Eastern and Fr- French. Do niggas that aren't white and, like, white America even fuck with the American flag like that? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Either. Like, don't nobody do that. Like, Except for, uh-huh. like, MAGA-looking dudes. This, these dudes, saying. these were, these were. I guess you would consider them POCs mm-hmm. with a flag over the desk, right? That it don't stop there, let me tell you. <laughs> so I'm hanging out at the apartment, right? I'm like, hey, yo, you got Wi-Fi? I'm like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah. I go, cool, cool, what's the password? She's like, American Dream. I, I I put my phone down slow. I looked at her like, <laughs> "All right, we need to talk. We need to talk real quick." Because um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you don't see, you don't see what this dude is. Nah, this dude is playing. But because she didn't want to hear it. She thought I was hating. She thought I was hating. These niggas will really pull a wool over your eyes. I'm telling y'all. And then you try to tell I, them the girl gonna be like, oh, you just hating because you ain't in love, bitch. Mm-hmm. I just be minding my business. I, tried, I, I already know that's I tried. I mean, if it's your friend, you wanna try. Like, <laughs> you wanna. But as soon as they're like, girl, like, just stop. Stop because you're, he, we're in love. He loves me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. All right. And then once everything goes down, hey, can can I stay with you? We had a fight. Mm-hmm. Can I stay with you? I can't right, believe cool. this nigga, girl. I got to tell you what happened. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Color me appalled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I am so, so surprised. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that happened to me a few years back with this friend of mine. We're not friends anymore, but... Shout out to you, yeah. friend. You live and you learn, shout girl. Out, shout out to you. Uh, hopefully you never get through that. go through that again. Whatever. But back to girlfriends. <laughs> William comes in with Yvonne and shows off her engagement ring to the girls. They're getting married. Married. Yvonne and William. Oh, Lord. I couldn't care less because they're not my favorite couple. No, I don't I have either. a favorite couple on this show, but it's not them. Mm-mm. <laughs> and Yvonne, there was a condition of this engagement, right? <sighs> she had to quit the force. She had to quit her <sighs> career to be engaged to William. For I William, though? Believe. She did this for William. Girl. So she out here quitting her job with pension for a nigga. Girl with pension. With a motherfucking pension. Don't forget it. These police officers, they got that pension check. I totally forgot about that. Yes. Get oh. your 20. Get your pension. So then if if she divorces him, does he get some of that? Well, she quits. Well, if she keeps going and working there and she divorces him, he gets some of that pension? Is that how that works? I think it depends on state by state. But yeah, that I, I did hear about something like that. 
where it doesn't matter if you're divorced, he's still getting some of that bread. Or she, depending on who the cop is. Yeah. Damn. So why not? Well, she's not signing a prenup at all. So I guess it doesn't matter. If he breaks up with her, they divorce, she gets half of what he has, and he's a lawyer. So, but still. And how you how you quit your job before you even married, girl? What if y'all break up? Yeah, he could leave you tomorrow. That's what I'm well, saying. If she, if she if she know people, she can get back in there. But child, oh, come on, Yvonne. Does the pension date start over? Cause doesn't isn't she um she was been there for a minute, right? Don't it start over if you quit and then you come back? It's like let's say you've been there for ten years, oh, you quit. I mean, if it does, she's crazy. But I don't know how it works as a cop. I don't know if it starts over. Mm. Mm, mm, that's mm, insane mm. man <laughs> you got you're a woman though with a career why you do that for a man why you drop your career for a dude I don't know I don't know but <laughs> Lynn asked that same question and Maya tells her girl what you talking about you don't even got a job I mean some points were made <laughs> she's like oh okay cool 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 yeah you're right you're right but Joan's like, cool, cool. I'm going to throw you an engagement party at my house. I don't think she should be putting together parties, like, ever, ever again. After that wedding that she Mm-mm. did or tried to do for Maya. I never want to see you put on a party. Yeah, that came that came up, too, when, um, that came up to my, my mind, too. I'm like, Joan, why are you always volunteering to do shit, girl? Yeah, as soon as she said it, I was like, nah, you shouldn't be doing any get-togethers. Have it, I mean, find somewhere else. <laughs> but they agreed to have it at her house, and she said it's going to be small but festive. So that's what they're doing. And so next, we see them hanging out at this new restaurant. It's a season two restaurant. It's not 847 anymore. It ain't 847. The check has been cut. Ah, <laughs> gang, gang, gang. So now they got fresh fish to eat. They're not eating what? What did what did they have? Did we talk about what eight forty seven had? Was it soul food? It's like soul food, some crab cakes, some yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't went up. We moving on up to to sushi and Asian fusion. So that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> uh, Maya's looking at the fish, all looking at the raw fish, and she's looking at it all sus because it's raw fish. And Lynn's trying to assure her that it's healthy and her and Lynn start to argue about it. And Joan's like, cool with this argument about fish instead of the BS they were arguing about in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. She said she don't want to fight like that ever again. Mm. But she's telling the crowd, she's telling everybody else, but it's like, bro, tell your friend who's sitting next to you because Tony's right there. Mm -hmm. Tony, all the girls are at the table. So everybody's looking at her like, you ain't finna start no shit no more, are you right? Right? Mm-hmm. And Tony gets the, gets the message. She looks, she's like, okay, that's my cue. All right. So then she starts to apologize about her behavior in Jamaica. And for last night, quotes, last night. Mm. And Len and Maya, they don't know. They don't know about last night. They weren't there. They don't know what happened last night because nope. Joan didn't tell them. Mm-hmm. So Maya's trying to pry for information because, you know, Maya, she need to be in the know about everything. She mm-hmm. needs to know. So she's like, what happened last night? And Joan's trying to change the subject like it doesn't matter. But then Tony tells them. She's like, I tried to sleep with Sean, okay? Okay, okay, okay. okay. What I think she's trying to say is, oh, hell no. And Maya is so appalled. All she can do is beatbox. (laughs) 
Maya's like, this girl's trying to sleep with your man. Now you over here breaking fish with her? Not breaking bread. Breaking the fish. Breaking fish. And it's true. How the fuck? Not so even. Weird. It feels like it hasn't even been 24 hours. Yeah. And y'all are at lunch? Yeah. I don't know what's what going on. What is this? What is your ties to her, Joan? What is this tether? Mm-hmm. What is it? <laughs> tether. I don't get it. I'm the kind of person where I'm like, if you do something like this to me, like, I cannot look at you. We can't talk. Like, on that level? No. Nah, that's crazy. I don't, I've never had anything on that level. But if it was on that level, there's no way we can have lunch the next day. There's no way. Yeah, that's weird. You Unless I poison your food. If I put some, you know, some visine in your fucking food, okay, if I'm trying to murder you in a very non-suspicious way, all right, let's eat. Know what I'm yeah, saying? Some juju. But if we trying to be friendly, fuck no. Y'all got me fucked up. Y'all got me fucked up, fucked down, fucked side to side. <laughs> Nigga. Because <laughs> you're just going to do it again with your next boyfriend, honestly. That's how you what know she ain't going to do it again. Saying. Because how you know that she's still not upset? Yes, this mm-hmm. isn't going to stop her. This gonna, isn't going to get Greg back, but... You, you got to understand that when people do things like this, it's not because they think that the person's going to come back. It's that they want revenge. They want you to feel the same thing they feel it. So, mm-hmm. you know, your old nigga, that sex addict nigga, he finna be in New York or whatever. So you probably going to get a new nigga. Who says she ain't going to do this with your new nigga? Yeah. And if you're just going to sit here and just have lunch with her after the fact, where's the consequences? She's just going to be like, well, there's no consequences. I could just go and do it again. She'll forgive me again. Mm-hmm. That's what she really wants. Mm-hmm. Come on now. That's just a cancer. That's a cancer in your life. Mm. Anyway, the girls are just staring at Tony like, fuck you. You suck. You're terrible. So she leaves. She doesn't want to be there anymore. She feels judged and she she storms out of the restaurant. Mm. And Maya says, you know, I know forgiveness is the Christian way, but so was an eye for an eye. Okay. And Joan's like, stop it. Just she doesn't want to hear another word about the situation. So they sit in silence for a little bit. And then Maya yells, one of her famous, oh, hell no. (laughs) And we find out there's a piece of hair in Maya's food. Mm -hmm. Nasty. Maya takes it out. But then Lynn sees that there's hair in her food. And she's been eating it the whole time because she thought it was a delicacy. So. Yeah, I I have friends that are this goofy. I'm not gonna hold you. She was like, Shall "Really? Like, yeah." She, like on some, they see some shit. And they're like, "Oh, that's just you know the herbs or some shit." Authentic. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the spices that they they just came out with. That you don't know because that's what rich people eat. That's why I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. See, Lynn is broke. She don't know nothing about delicacies the way that. <laughs> Girl, ain't no delicacies involving some curly hair. It ain't curly hair. It's just dark pieces of, of like you said, the herbs. It's, it's a special herb that they don't they don't have over here. It's, they bring it over here once every now and then that you wouldn't no. know. Anyway, the waitress comes over because Maya calls her and the waitress examines the hair and she's like, nah, that's one of y'all's. Our hair's straight. Y'all's is curly. Okay. I could venture to say before we find out who it is, that it's not Maya, because, you know, Maya got that yaki, that straight yaki. Mm-hmm. The classic. It hers. It ain't Tony's, because Tony got the yaki, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. With the press and it's the not, press. It's not Lynn, 
Because Lynn, how's Lynn's hair? Some it's a little more wavy. Wavy, biracial, super, super mixed type <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's biracial texture. Yeah, like, you know, like there's regular mix and there's like super mix. Like the niggas don't need to be looking black at all type of shit. That's how Lynn's, <laughs> that's how Lynn's hair be. That's not racist, right? That's not racist, nah. Y'all know Mixed what, and super mixed? Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Y'all know. Y'all know. So we got mixed and super mixed at the table. So mixed mm-hmm. would be Joan mm-hmm. with the curly, with the curly big hair mm-hmm. that you can't, you can't flatten that shit out. And then you got super mixed, which is Lynn. Because mm-hmm. you can straighten that shit out. You can straighten that bone straight. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we... With our examination of the evidence, mm-hmm. can conclude definitively that it is Joan Clayton's curly hair, mm-hmm. and she straight up admits it. She says she's been shedding a lot lately because of stress. Mm. But mm. not Tony. It's not Tony doing it. It's the stress of everyone in her life telling her to get rid of Tony. <laughs> no. Okay, no. Joan. You're delusional, Joan. It's it's Tony. Tony is the fucking toxin that is making your hair fall out. Like, because if your friend wasn't trash, nobody would be telling you to get rid of her. So she is the origin of the problem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So she gets mad at everybody and storms out and leaves Maya and Lynn with the check. Which basically is she left Maya, Maya with the with check. check. Yeah. <laughs> Maya's talking about, girl, she left us with a check. No, she left you with a check. <laughs> she she okay. did. Um, yeah, because Lynn about to go and bust some, bust some suds to pay for that shit. That's okay. what Maya should do. Maya should just pay for her half. And have Lynn <laughs> and wash then, the dishes? Yeah, because she don't got no job. She needs, she needs uh, some work ethic. She really does. But we're back at Maya's apartment with her husband, Darnell, played by Khalil Kane. And uh, we're going to have him for the rest of the series. And mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of his acting? How's it different from uh, Flex? I like his acting a little better. I like his acting just a tad bit better. I don't think that I would have to see him in a dramatic um, scene. But I can't, maybe because I'm just used to him. I liked it a little better. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like... He can play serious just a little better than Darnell. I mean, <laughs> than Flex, <laughs> because I think we've seen Flex in a very in funny roles previously. So it makes it hard when he gets serious to believe him. But but when Khalil gets gets serious, like in this scene where he's telling Maya that she changed and everything, I believe it more. I don't know if how Flex would have played that scene or how I would have believed him, but. Mm-hmm. So Maya's updating him on what's going on with Joan and her hair falling out in clumps. He's still looking like he don't care. And he says, uh, did you bring some of that hair back? I know a place that could use some. Oh. Wow. Wow. Nigga coming in hot with the drama in his first episode. Niggas don't like bald bald coochies? Let us know, listeners. Does your nigga like a bald coochie? Oh, nigga, do you like bald kitchens? I've never heard of this, but nah, I've heard there's n- something for everyone. I, I, I've I've heard that before. Niggas like hairy coochies, really? Yeah, it's not wow. something that's like not like I'll tolerate it, but I prefer it. Yeah, 
Like, that's what I a like. A preference. A preference. Wow. For a little bit Wowza. of something. I wonder if those same men would like it if a woman had a hairy armpit. Mm. I don't think they're going to fuck with the hairy armpits. But maybe they are. I don't know. I don't huh. know. Different strokes for different folks. Yep. Yep. There's something for everyone. There really is. But Maya says she's growing it back as fast as she can. Shit. How the fuck she gonna grow her coochie back fast? <laughs> she gonna put some olive oil on the shit? <laughs> some Jamaican castor oil? Um, some, uh, the real B-Judy drops? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck you gonna put those shit that you put on your edges? It's gonna grow <laughs> when it grows. you put on your edges. <laughs> <laughs> the shit you drop, you do the dropper on your edges, you put it down there, mm-hmm. it makes it grow. You can also probably put some Latisse down there. Okay. I heard that when you put Latisse on your eyebrows, it makes your eyebrows grow. So if you put it down there. And also, maybe. like, I feel like since there is where your coochie is, do the same rules apply? Like, shouldn't it be something else? Like, I put a lot of shit in my head that I wouldn't put in my coochie. I ain't going to put edge control on my coochie. Ooh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. That would be fucking ridiculous. I'm saying the ingredients should be formulated for that area. <laughs> Yo, why would you ever do <laughs> I can't. Well, that'd be like, yeah, I want to gel down. Uh, you know, you gel down your edges. Or you gel down your, yeah. Make them swoops. Your coochie hairs. Them chili swoops. Make them like, do the swoop. Do the swoop down there. Like, you know, make it look good. Nah, he would lick all that shit off. Let me stop. <laughs> That's toxic. Let me, let's not promote that shit. <laughs> yeah. Dudes be falling out. Uh, like mysteriously over the u.s the we traced it back to a podcast <laughs> excuse me D- don't blame us popular podcast oh hell yes a girlfriend's podcast <laughs> then we get mara mara in trouble and shit like everybody everybody gonna be coming at our heads excuse me sir yeah it was just a suggestion okay <laughs> We was just, it's a, it's a comedy, it's a comedy thing where we were making a joke. We were not serious. Now, if you're dumb enough to do it, fuck you. Like, go ahead and get your money. Like, Gorilla Glue Girl. Or what? <laughs> Dang it. Dang, Gorilla Glue Girl. But she donating it, though. Oh, damn. Oh, she didn't, she didn't do the, um, no, she's donating her, um, GoFundMe money. Okay. I would have yeah. kept it, but good for her. She can't. Yeah, but that that don't look good. Oh, yeah. good when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> she should be like, yo. I'm, she's like, I'm donating it to myself. Donate, <laughs> donating it to myself. Make up a fake charity that you behind that ain't got your name, <laughs> and then donate that shit to that nigga. The fuck. How do y'all know? That's what she. You know, let's not promote uh, scamming. We're not promoting that. 20k y'all were thinking it listeners y'all were thinking it y'all was thinking it too so (laughs) stop that but um yeah this darnell dude is like really upset at this shit and maya says she's growing it back as fast as she can so don't go there and he's like don't worry i'm not wow you got an attitude so they're continuing with this on from you know last season um we did mention that if she really wanted him to stay away from her last season, she should have just shaved it all off earlier if she'd known. 
But he should be excited that she even wants to have sex because they've been sexless for like the past few months. Mm -hmm. So now he's tripping because there's some hairs missing. There's some hairs missing. He was begging her just a few episodes ago to have sex. Mm -hmm. And now she's ready. And he's like, nah, nah, wait till the hair grow back. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're talking about it. And he says this line. You took my whole forest. Wow, what a visual. What a forest. A visual. So he took my whole forest. So he he like that shit. It's gonna take months. It's gonna take like a good <laughs> it's gonna take a while. I it is. you. She might need them drops. <laughs> Either that or get some kind of pussy wigs. <laughs> <laughs> some pussy lace fronts. Yo, I can't. That was I, I they got no cuz they got everything now. You can you can do all kinds of hair stuff like mm-hmm. anybody could wear a wig like men are wearing wigs like Mhm. They got lace fronts for your eyebrows. Yo. Yes. It's real out here in these streets. So she, she might need to well, I guess it's early 2000. You can't just go on Instagram or something and put out a tweet or <laughs> Twitter. She going to have to look at the yellow pages. They, or Google it. <laughs> they probably make some kind of like pussy wig or something. Yeah. Like nowadays? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure that um, there's something like that now. In the depths of this country, in the depths of this world, someone is out there making them and selling them very well. If it's not out there already. No. That's a market that could be cornered. I'm t- whoever going to yes. do this shit? You do it right, and you can control the whole market, hundred percent. Monopolize that motherfucker, find, and you can easily find those men, like in like, I don't know, Pornhub forums or porn <laughs> Twitter forums. Just type in hashtag. <laughs> hashtag took my whole forest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Harry Kushi. Yeah, that that should work. And you can just find. I mean, maybe it's not just guys. Maybe women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's a niche in the marketplace, but who are we? We're just podcasters, right? <laughs> I'm not about to do it. I'm not about to start that company. Yeah, I'm good um, on that. But the next part that he says is um really funny because she's like, you know, I don't believe that's the only issue. Like, I got waxed and now you're, you don't want to sleep with me. And he's like, okay, well, first off, where's the woman I married? And Maya's like, Bitch, I was 17 when we got married, so of course I'm going to change. Okay. He's he's mad because she's changed her vagina, and he's not into that. But all I know is, before you hooked up with those girls, you never left your son and ran off anywhere, waxed anything more than a car, or hung out with a girl who would try and sleep with another girl's man. That, that would be your mother. <laughs> and that's another thing you never used to do. Talk all bold about my mother. My thing is... Why did he throw in the waxing your coochie as if it's equal to leave your son? son. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, am I the only person that catch this shit? Nigga, you just threw that shit in there like parsley? Like what? (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing. (laughs) Fucking no. But yo, he's like, yo, you've been you've been acting different. And I'm like, bro, you a whole nother actor though. He a whole nother okay. actor. So who really been acting he different? Took, who really changed, my nigga? No, she fine. came back from Jamaica, got a whole nother fucking husband. Got a whole nother nigga. 
So then she apologizes and she's like, okay, can I have some? Like, you know, she starts kissing him. And he's like, that's another thing. You never used to beg for it. That was my job. Okay, well, you know what? Niggas Darnell, is grown. Everything I do, you complain about. Mm-hmm. So then um, she's like, okay, then go ahead and beg. And he goes, Maya. And she pulls him down and says, okay, you wore me down. Well, I, I hope her coochie okay. <laughs> what, what do you afraid gonna happen to it? Because remember, like, she was, ha- it was uncomfortable for her, right? After the surgery. I don't know how long this is after. Oh, okay. So even though she is ready, she could still have some kind of like residual uh, whatever the fuck soreness, soreness or something. Well, you know, she seems okay for the rest of the episode. So, so next, Joan is in therapy. She's in therapy, and I'm just gonna say it's because of Tony. Which hey to the actor whose name I don't know that plays the therapist, but like in every movie, Fred Willard. Hey, Fred. Fred Willard. He, you might know him from Everybody Loves Raymond and Modern Family. No black stuff, though. I feel no. like he's been in episodes of Everybody Hates Chris. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. No. Oh, uh, I've, I don't watch that show. Oh, um, excuse me. <laughs> I, when it was late at night and there was nothing else on and it was on, like, fucking Nick at Night or some shit, I'd watch it. But not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yes, he is in Everybody Hates Chris. He plays a police officer. Oh, okay. I thought he played some type of teacher. All right, well, yeah. I remember him from I mean, somewhere. an authority figure, same thing. So she's basically starting off by telling her therapist that she doesn't have any issues. She doesn't have any issues with motivation or ambition, and she's not even 30, and she already made senior partner. Excuse me, junior partner. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have any issues with her parents. They're divorced, but whose parents aren't? Mine aren't. Um, um, whose parents aren't? Man, shut up. A lot of people. And she says <laughs> that she also has a man, which last year would have been a huge issue. So he goes, well, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, because my hair's falling out. He's like, oh, well, I deal with what's inside your head, not what's on the outside and on my couch. Mm. And she said a dermatologist referred her to him. They're like, oh, all right, well, let's find out why your hair's falling out. Let's start there. And she mentions she has an issue with her best friend. And then they're like, she just kind of stares at him. Mm -hmm. And he stares back. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, you want me to start, right? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm doing fine with my best friend. Mm. (laughs) I thought that was funny. (laughs) So the next scene, oh, yes. The next scene is actually Tony driving through Calabasas Mm. (laughs) and she sees an advertisement on a park bench of rival realtor uh, Penny Williams Realty and the the slogan is Penny Williams Realty with class that's the slogan Mm. okay so Tony pulls off the the ad and sees it's her underneath and she calls like her boss or somebody and chastises them or whatnot about missing someone messing with her signage. Mm-hmm. And when she pulls off the advertisement on top, it doesn't tear all the way. Mm-hmm. It's this- like then it says ass, and you see Tony's um, Tony's advertisement that was right below it. And yeah, I guess they were just trying to be you know funny and cute. Yeah. So once she tears it off. 
Tony's pictures there with her slogan specializes in results, but it didn't tear all the way. So it says specializes in ass mm-hmm. <laughs> from from the class from Penny Williams. I'll put a picture of it up on the Twitter. I think this what this scene is supposed to do is show us that Tony's losing her status as a realtor mm-hmm. because they're papering over her advertisements. Mm-hmm. So stick a pin in that. We'll come back. Until and then we see that Joan is still in therapy. And he's reading back all the problems. So your friend Tony blames you for her breakup, physically assaults you, and tries to sleep with your boyfriend, who is a recovering sex addict. <laughs> Just want to make sure I have my notes right. And Joan's like, wow, I know it sounds bad on paper, but you have to understand the history upon which this friendship was founded. She sounds like Bridgerton. What? <laughs> <laughs> like Bridgerton? <laughs> Shout out to Bridgerton fans. Never seen an episode. I'm totally cool with that. Neither. <laughs> um, but she was um, eight years old when she moved to Fresno. She was nerdy. And everybody said she talked funny. Was it that she talked white, they said? She said that Something they like said that. that she talked white. And then he goes, yeah, because you're talking about wish upon a friendship. Girl, what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> wish upon a friendship. <laughs> Oh, whatever the fuck she said. Yo. <laughs> when you wish upon a friendship. <laughs> the history upon which this friendship was founded. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And he made fun of her. He made fun of her talking white, which is like, bro, you're white. Like, yeah, you're like, making fun of her. And Tony fought the bullies and forced the cutest boy to be her boyfriend. She even told her makeup tips that she uses to this day. Which, how can a nine-year-old teach you something you still, as far as makeup goes? Yeah. I wasn't wearing yeah, makeup when I was Yeah, you got a nine. different face and everything. And nine-year-olds don't really wear makeup like adults do, so. Unless she's talking about that kitty makeup. Like watercolor type shit. So then the therapist poses a question. He says, why are you putting Tony's feelings above your own? And she's like, because that's what you're supposed to do Mm. he tripped her up with that one Mm -hmm. and uh the therapist calls tony poison rightfully so Mm. that girl is poison you can't trust a big (laughs) can't trust a big butt and a smile oh yeah is that is that tony yeah she got a big butt she don't got a big butt but considering the scene before with the ass you know. Oh, specializes in ass. Yes, she does. And she goes, okay, I'll cut Tony out of my life. Capping. Oh, 100% capping. And she says, nothing like paying a uh, someone $150 an hour to hear them say it. And he says, actually, it's going to be 200 I have to get the couch cleaned. Mm. Next time, wear a hairnet. Excuse Can you just um, vacuum that shit? That sounds low-key racist, don't it? Yeah, some type of anti-black trying to come for her. Cause... Yeah, like, almost like, oh, yeah, I know you you black people wear a lot of grease in your hair and shit, so I got to get the whole couch cleaned up. Like, oh, I got to literally get a cleaner in here. I don't want y'all fucking edge controls and fucking miracle drops all up <laughs> in my fucking couch. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't want no, no fucking <laughs> Negroes with your fucking Afro sheen and your fucking... 
soul glow up in my fucking couch. Nah, her, her, her curls is natural, so he, he he needs to cut it. The fuck? He don't know that. Oh, white people don't know what a natural and a they don't know. They be thinking you get weaved. They be like, yo, your hair grew so fast. Oh they don't fucking God. know what. How do you always change your hair? You just you just be switching your wig. They be like, how do you change your hair? Oh my god. Your hair got long so fast. <laughs> That's what I love about Afro-American hair. It's so versatile. <laughs> Afro-American. Afro. I'm telling you, I've had somebody say But that that's to how me. white people are. They just don't they don't know the concept of black people's hair. They just don't understand it what a natural, compute. what a this, what a that, what a bada bing, bada boom. They think it's all the same. So he's like, I gotta get this fucking soul glow out my damn couch. <laughs> so Joan leaves there. She leaves the therapist's out, uh, office capping about Tony. She heads back home, and everybody's all up in her house hanging out. It's Yvonne, William, Maya, and Lynn. And they're all hanging out because there's supposed to be an engagement party. She said, she said there was going to be an engagement party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. And she shows up. She don't know what's going on. There's no food. There's no music. They barely got some sippy sippy. Mm-hmm. They barely. So she's freaking out because they're like, yeah, there was an engagement party that you said you were going to have for us. And she's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Just give me a few minutes. I'm going to set it all up. It's going to be fabulous. And then she's like, hold on. Where's Tony? Nobody knows. She's like, she didn't call. Like, nope. Which makes complete sense because they're not talking, right? Well, I mean, y'all just had lunch, so I'm not understanding why she ain't come. Oh, yeah. True. I forgot. Yeah, they just had lunch. They should be on good terms enough to invite her to the engagement party. So, Uh I don't know. I don't know why she's not there. That's a a mystery to me. But she's she's chewing out Tony for this, like Tony's there, calling her disrespectful and inconsiderate and saying... She has the audacity to not even show up to one of my dearest friends' engagement parties. Okay, Joan. And William <laughs> says, uh, well, Joan, you barely made an appearance yourself. Oh, funny. <laughs> and Joan brings up the fact that she goes to therapy to talk about Tony. And when Maya hears that, she's like, girl, you go to therapy? Mm. Black people don't go to therapy. They go, they to, go church. to church. <laughs> There's still a lot of we people gotta, who believe that. The, we got to unpack that in the black community. Yeah, we do. And, you know, that sounds like something my parents would say. Yes. The older blacks will. <laughs> that old school mindset? Nah, bro. They be like, you a therapy. What, you crazy or something? Therapy? Nigga, you sad? <laughs> what you sad for? <laughs> Why you sad? You got everything you need. You got a right? roof over your head. You got a job. <laughs> I just seen you eat. Well, I know you got food. No, it'd be funny when they like, how you sad? You got a boyfriend. <laughs> I've gotten that one before. Like, what? someone said that to me before. I was like, that don't mean, like, oh, so a man's supposed to solve all your damn problems. <laughs> fucking, you got a man, ain't no reason to be sad. Ain't no reason to be fuck? sad, ma. Oh, God. People, the way people look at mental health and the way they think they can figure it out just by, like, 
here, I will give you money. You got money. Or we'll give you a, a partner. Or I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I just think it's that easy. Like, <laughs> are you a doctor? What's the point of paying a fucking doctor if you're going to tell me the solution on the streets? Mm-hmm. Dumbass. The IG physicians. I'm so happy that we're trying to break that stigma now about mental health being important, especially in the black community. 20 so. years later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That is, whew, it's so crazy to look back on the show and see kind of the, the I don't want to say plot holes, that's not the word, but like... Like the language, the, the narrative surrounding some things where it's like, oh, this is kind of dated. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But Joan's like, well, I'm black and I go to therapy. And then... <laughs> What's funny in this scene, I did note that Lynn is sh- shakes her head in agreement, like in agreement with Maya, which is very not with Lynn's character. Yeah. I feel like she would totally be like down for therapy. Mm-hmm. But Joan, Joan's all upset and she storms out because she's all keyed up about this whole Tony thing. So she heads over to Tony's because she's ready to end this friendship once and for all. So she heads over to Tony's apartment. And when she gets there, what's going on with Tony? Tony's car getting repo. The repo man coming and taking her car. She's like, oh my God, these things are taking my car. Oh my God, Joan, you my lawyer for today. The contract is over there. Look through it. See if you can find some plot holes. Or- <laughs> and I'm wondering, like, Joan was coming in the door. She didn't see downstairs, like, them taking her Range Rover. And Joan don't give a fuck. Maybe book. Joan was just fucking. Joan came in with a mission. She didn't fucking care about no car being up on some fucking truck. But, yeah, she comes in to try to end things with Tony, and Tony's going through a big moment right now. Mm-hmm. And she's sad, and she goes down to try to stop them from taking her car, and she comes up, and she's, like, all, like, disheveled. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they took Precious. <laughs> so, yeah, they took Precious. Like, she lost her baby. Mm. And Joan's not really, still not really trying to hear it. You know, she's trying to get the, these words out. And Tony starts to go into all this stuff that's been going wrong in her life. I haven't sold a house in three months. I'm on probation at work. They took my desk. They took my leaves. They pulled all my ads. Tony. And how in the hell do they expect me to move a property when I can't get to the property? At this point, you don't work there. Mm-hmm. Because they took everything from you. But... Joan says, listen, we all go through hard times. And Tony starts to get mad at her for saying such a tone-deaf statement like that. But then she's like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tony says, basically, all Tony has is Joan. No Greg, no job, Mm -hmm. no precious. Mm. So Joan's like, okay, Tony, we'll fix it. We'll be fine. We'll get through this. She feels bad. Together. What would you do in this situation? Would you still end it? Let me put this out there. If you fuck my nigga, we not friends. <laughs> or you tried to fuck my nigga, we not friends. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. all this back and forth that Joan is doing, this is TV land. Don't get caught up in real life doing this shit. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Shout. That's that on that. This is TV land. It really is. Because, like, I can't imagine a friendship getting past that. I can't, I can't I'm telling see it. You. Y'all hanging out, going to parties, doing birthdays and vacations together again after that happened. It Mm-mm. just can't. It can't be. Mm-mm. So they're hanging out in this friendship. And she goes back to her therapist and totally lies and says she ended it. Which, girl. She lied to her therapist. How you gonna lie to your therapist? That's the point of right? this shit. You paying him. Right. You paying him to lie to him? Ugh. How are you, $150 an hour to lie to somebody? I'm telling you. 
You know she rich. You know she, <laughs> she a paid lawyer. She could do that. She wasted her money. But yeah, you gotta end this shit. Like your hair falling out and shit. Like for all I know, you have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Like all that could relate to this. And you only get one body and one mind. Like why let this person come in and wreck that shit for you? You could just be like snip, snip, bitch. Mm-hmm. Snip, snip. She has codependency issues. That's why. Uh, well we've seen that we've seen that in different ways uh illustrated in season one as well she really does it sucks because it's all these people around you telling you like how to fix a situation and you just won't do that simple thing that everyone thinks is so easy because you're in your own head so let's get to the oh hell yes moment of the episode this episode or this moment is uh what we thought kind of stuck out and made us go, oh, hell yes. Mm-hmm. So what's your oh, hell yes moment? When Maya dropped that one liner and she goes, I know forgiveness is the Christian way, but so is an eye for an eye. You need to blind that bitch. I said, yes, Maya. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Come with the one liners. No, I love it. Yeah. Like, yo, you know what? We're kind of in line with our oh hell yes moments, as we are often. Um, Mine is at that same lunch uh, when Maya says, she tried to sleep with your man and you're here breaking fish with her? Mm. When she said that, I was like, speak on it. Because Mm -hmm. that's one of the truest things ever. First off, she tried to sleep with your man. I just thought of this. She tried to sleep with your man the previous night, right? Who says you finna go to take her to lunch she ain't going to put something in your food, mm-hmm. try to finish the job. Mm-hmm. She wants revenge. Mm-hmm. She hates you. She hates you for, for making that bum leave her, which, girl, Tony, she did you a favor. You cheated first. She cheated anyway. I'm it like, wasn't even just Joan. You cheated first. <laughs> like, And also, Tony, since she was so ready to marry that basketball player, whoever the fuck in Jamaica. Football player. Yeah, some athlete nigga. <laughs> In Jamaica, okay, why don't you go back to the doctor who's in L.A. and be like, oh, shit, my bad. I wasn't yeah. thinking right. I'm sure I'm sure uh, Clay uh, Spencer will take you back if you really want to get married. Right. But I think she just wants Greg. For some reason, oh, she loves no. Greg. I have no idea what it is. She like paying bills. <laughs> paying bills for other people because she can pay bills by herself. She can do battle by herself. Mm-hmm. Actually... Without her having a job right now and losing her car, having Greg would have been a burden on her a at big this point one. in her life. A big one. The doctor would have been an asset. That's why I'll be telling y'all. Yeah. Go. You don't lost your job. Head on. See what the doctor up to. See if the position's still open. I'm saying. Because actually, it looks like Joan really did do you a favor. Mm-hmm. So let's get to some tweets about this episode that stuck out to me and made me giggle on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Starting out with Des underscore fly. Okay, two things pissed me off in this episode of Girlfriends. Joan accepting people telling her she talks white and Maya enabling the stereotype that black people don't go to therapy. Yes, yes. God, Joan, Joan needs a backbone. She needs to, she can talk trash to Tony every now and then, but she really should have said something to that therapist because I felt like he was low key doing some microaggressions. Mm-hmm. And then the hair thing. Mm-hmm. He really was. And Maya, come on now. Well, she's living in her early 2000s mindset thinking that black people don't go to therapy. But there are some people, some black people that still think that way, which is very sad. Mm. Next up, Shamika Plans says, 
Oh my God, I just finished season one of Girlfriends and I don't remember it being so messy. If I was Joan, I'm killing everyone. Like really, Tony? Flying home to sleep with Sean? Mm -hmm. Joan isn't innocent, but too far. How are they able to stay friends for eight more seasons is beyond me at the moment. Mm -hmm. Well, eight more seasons, Shamika? Eight more? If you guys know the series, it's it's not eight more. It's seven more, but I'm just saying. Y'all know what she means. It's it's a lot more seasons. Yeah. (laughs) And lastly, Mandy Maniac. As soon as Tony tried to sleep with Sean, that whole group would have scattered in real life. Because what the actual fuck? Yeah. Yeah, no way. Weird. I don't think I've been in a situation with friends where something like that's happened. Me neither. Mm-mm. Not that crazy, no. I'm trying to fuck her nigga. Whoa. No shame, too. Not a shame in this world with that girl. <laughs> anyway, next week, <laughs> the episode is called Just Say No. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, it's more therapy with with Joan. Um, So we see Fred Willard again. He's going to make another appearance. And um, make sure you head on over to our page, our Twitter page, at Hell Yes Girl. Or head on over to our page on Apple Apple Podcasts and give us a review. A really cute, nice review, which includes five stars. And if you enjoy this podcast, chat about it with a friend. Is there anything else you want to say, Etsy, before we close it out? No, we had a cute little vacation, but we miss you guys. We're back. Thank you so much for hanging with us and listening. We will see you next week with Just Say No. This is Nettie. This is Etsy. And we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.